0: We're going to get into, um, I guess, the sort of message this morning, and when I say sort of, we're just going to, I guess, sow into ourselves some of the things for this week that we've been believing for. I, I thank everyone that came out to prayer this week. I had a ball with everyone that was around, and um, we just had a great time, and just saw God move, and gave us words, and touched hearts, and, and just know God broke some stuff uh, this week. i to, Steve earlier, and he's telling me about his workplace in there and just the favor of God this week in his workplace and that usually he's got a, a neighboring work guy who doesn't help him out, Ask for just little things like borrowing a pellet for half a day or something, they're just like, no, this is ours, get off our land sort of thing and went over and just needed it, went over and go, hey guys, I see you got a spare pellet, I'm going to try again, can I, can I borrow that and they said, here, mate, just take the lot of them and so just he's been beseeking God this week, the favor of God's hand Has been there. We saw a young girl who's just been ignoring a chaplain for two years. Um, Absolutely thinking she's a bit of a crazy fella, and and then this week just all of a sudden started talking to her and decided to come to youth. As a result, and hearts opened up. And and I I just expect over the year we're going to hear more stories of just God breaking through and opening. As a church, we've had some things open up this week financially for us, and. um, just waiting to see the fruition of that, and we'll see where that goes before I can actually say more on that, but it's just exciting just to see God's hand at work. There was a pastor, actually, that they, their church undertakes a fast every year, and he was telling a story about Christmas. They take their fast in January, and so they're in December now, and they've just done their, their Christmas event on the Friday night, and he's driving home, and they, it was going to be a blizzard that week, of course. It's America. We don't have snow here in Australia at Christmas, so... Uh, going to be a blizzard there, so they decided to stop and get some get some supplies, some milk, some bread, some cereal, and stopped in at the store. And he's just lined up in the store there, and he turns around, just not thinking much at all. He's like, "I'm just going home. I'm just going to rest. We've got church on the weekend, and just need to get ready for that." Turns around, and looks behind him at this young fellow, a few a few behind him, and then as he does that, he he sort of sits there and, and feels the Spirit of God say to him, "It's like, I want you to tell him just that." He's important to me. Went, oh, okay. Turned around, looked at him again. He looked back at him, and then he took off in the store. And he went, oh, okay, I'll grab him later. So he, he goes through, pays for his goods, looks around, for the guy doesn't see him. He's like, oh, man, I missed the opportunity there. I just missed what God had for me to do. Goes out to his car, and his wife and his kids have been in the car, car running to keep them warm. And his kids show him the camera that they'd taken to the Christmas concerts and all the photos that have been there and he looks at the photos and he sees they've taken a photo of this guy actually stealing a trolley full of beer and wine he went I can't believe that's on there so he tells him the story of what God said and then one of the daughters so he runs back inside and looks for the guy and the daughter comes up behind him and says dad you missed him he went out the side door but it's okay I know where he is he's at the shopping center down the road like how do you know that I just know And um, he's learned to listen to the prophetic voice of his daughter. So he's in a red Camaro. So they go down the road, pull into the shopping center, and sure enough, there's the red Camaro. And so he goes in. He knows exactly where to go this time. He goes to the alcohol section of the supermarket. And there's this young fella loading up a trolley full of beer and wine. And he looks at him and goes, Mate, I know you don't know who I am or or anything about me, but I I just need to say this to you. You're important to God. he's like, "What? what? What do you mean? Mate, he reaches in his pocket, like, Here's, I just want to give you $40. I know you're probably just going to spend it on alcohol, but, you know, I, I just really feel God wants you to know how important you are to him. And the young man just starts breaking down. He's like, I, I just can't stop this. I'm just so addicted to, to alcohol. I just can't stop it. And he looks at him, well, all you need is Jesus. Do you want to stop it? Do you want to walk out of here with me? Yeah, I'll walk out of here with you. And he, he walks out with him and they have a discussion about what he does. And he's like, Pastor, I'll see you at church. So Christmas goes past. New Year's goes past. Gets to the end of the beginning of the year fast. And he turns up in church and says, Hi, Pastor, I'm here. Here's the thing. What we've been believing for this last week, like I said just before, some of the problems haven't even arisen that we've released answers from heaven or that we are positioning ourselves to receive from heaven. Some of the things haven't happened yet or which we're actually positioning ourselves for. Some of the answers are already sent on the way that we've been positioning ourselves for. So you may have seen some things happen this week. That's great. You may not have yet. That doesn't mean heaven's not active on your behalf. It means it just hasn't happened yet for there and where you're at to line up for those things. So we're just going to pray some of the things in. We, we sent messages out through the week of five different prayer points. We're going to pray them in this morning. And uh, one of the things that I, I really believe God was saying to us today was from Isaiah 43. And all these points come from that passage. And so we're just going to read there and then just um, pray some things. And that's why the worship team's still up. We're just going to just really do some ministry today. But now... This is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Then when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And the first thing that we were praying for this week was intimacy with God. And then you'll pass through the rivers and not, they will not sweep you over. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba for your steed, since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. You know, at the beginning of the week, we were praying and believing for a fresh touch from God, for an intimacy, for a closeness. Maybe you're here this morning. And that's your cry. I just, God just seems so distant. I, I just feel like I've just walked away. I, I feel like there's a gap. I just want more of him. I, just, I, I, I feel like I've just sort of stepped into the river of him. But I just want to dive right in. I, I just want to immerse myself in the fullness of God. Maybe you're here this morning and you've never actually asked God for his, the reality of his presence in your life. Maybe you're here this morning and you've never actually even given your life to Jesus. Why don't just ask for his presence right now? So we're just going to pray for you. If that's any of those categories or something around that suits you, just be bold this morning. As Michael was saying uh, on Friday night, just Christians are people who take risk. And so if you, you just want a deeper intimacy say, God, why don't you just stand to your feet at the moment? We're just going to pray for you. I can't believe I've got a church where no one wants that. That's amazing. There we go. And if it's something that, don't, don't feel the peer pressure. Oh, everyone else is standing. I've got to stand now. Otherwise, I look bad. Otherwise, I look like a dodgy Christian because I'm not standing. Far That's not here. We're not like that at all. So let's pray. Why don't you, if you got that, why don't you reach out to someone around you, lay hands, and we're just going to just believe God and release that over our lives this morning. Amen. I can't get around everyone to lay hands, so I'm going to need some help in this, which is wonderful. That's why we're a family. That's why we're the body of Christ. And, um,. You guys just play, we're going to pray. And so don't mind if I pray louder than you sing, but just sing and that's okay. Very good Father, we just thank you for your presence, Lord, and that is what we are after. Lord, we know that you tell us that you are going to fulfill our hunger and our thirst, and we hunger and thirst for your presence this morning. Lord, and we just release your kingdom. We just release the presence of heaven over us right now. Now, even for those ones that are here this morning and never had a touch of God, Lord, we ask right now, Holy Spirit, that you would fill. Lord, we just, in Jesus' name, Lord, release a fullness and an infilling of a Holy Spirit. Lord, for those that are even questioning whether you're real this morning, Holy Spirit, we just ask, Holy Spirit, come. Let us know your reality. Let us know your closeness and your intimacy. Let us know how much you love us, Father. Oh, Lord, we just receive from heaven and we just release that which we broke. We just release that which we received this week. We release that which we have just positioned ourselves for in heaven. Lord, as a body coming together and we just thank you this morning for your presence. We thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you for your love, that it is your heart to be close to us. It is your heart to be near us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you get words for someone while you're doing this, feel free just to sort of share them while we go on to the next points. That's fine. It's a free place and we just want to receive what God's got for us this morning. So if there's stuff going on there, that's okay. I'm going to keep moving so we actually get through all this today. Isaiah goes on, I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I haven't bolded this section because the whole bit is prophetic and important. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. To the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and I made. You know, one of the things that fasting does is it brings loved ones home to Jesus. And that's what we're believing. I know there's a bunch of people in this house that you've got loved ones that aren't walking with the Lord at the moment. And that's what we're believing for. And I I just want to release that over you and your family. I want to release that over the people around you. So maybe you've got that. Maybe you've got children that just need to walk in the way of the Lord. at the moment, they're next door in kids' church. They're here because you're here. They're here because they've got to hop in your car in the morning, and if they don't, they're going to get a sore backside. A few years' time, it's going to be their choice if they're here or not. And guarantee this they're still going to be here because you're here. Another message, but come on, if that's you, maybe you just. have loved ones that you're just believing for salvation for. Maybe you've got children that you just want to know, I just want them to continue walking and I need to impart into their lives and into the world. Why don't you stand up and we just want to release heaven over that situation. Amen. 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 Same deal. I'm not going to keep giving the instruction if you've got people around you. It looks like pretty much we need to Most of the church is standing there. Um, (laughs) Let's just release heaven over one another right now and just claim this in our lives. Father, we are just thankful that your heartbeat, Lord, is for the family. You are a family, God. We are one, you declared in the beginning. I am one. I am one. And Lord, we just thank you that in that same thing, it is your likeness. You've declared in your word, I will call your sons, your daughters from the east. Lord, we look to the east, we just call them back in Jesus' name. We just call loved ones, children, parents, grandchildren, grandparents, aunties, uncles, nephews, cousins, estranged people, step-parents, Lord, all sort of relations, friends. Oh, Lord, we just call them to the kingdom in Jesus' name. Lord, those that have grown up knowing you especially, we call them in that they would have revelation of you. Those that have not yet had revelation, we just call them in in Jesus' name. We thank you it is your heart that none should perish, but all would come to an understanding of Jesus. All would come to an understanding of their eternity and their salvation. And so this morning we just release the kingdom of God over our families. We release the kingdom of God over our friends. And Lord, we just receive and call them back in, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for impending salvations for those we love. In the name of Jesus, amen, 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 amen. Take a seat when you're ready and stand up. That's fine. We're going to be doing a lot of up and downing. Isaiah goes on. Lead out those who have eyes that are blind, who have ears that are deaf. All the nations gather together and the peoples assemble which of their gods foretold this and proclaim to us the former things. Let us bring in their witnesses to prove that they were what, right so that others may hear it and say it is true. You are my witness declares the Lord and my servant whom I have chosen so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed nor will there be one after me. I even I am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed. I not some foreign God among you. You are my witness, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, and from ancient the days, I am He. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? You know, we've been believing for direction this week what God's got for us next. What's God got for us in the next step? We've got some prayer points this morning and prayer needs, and uh, one of them is this. We're just thankful to God and praising God that um, Amy Waterman has successfully got into a mid-year grad intake, um, but also just praying for her exams and her last assignment uh, that's coming up in in her current studies. She's someone that needs the direction of heaven right now in that study and already has received the answer of heaven going into the next step. Maybe you're here and you're like, I just don't know what to do next. I don't know what's around the corner. Maybe you're here and you've had the step from God to do. And it's just like you just keep hitting wall. Like, Lord, I believe you've, you've given this. Maybe you need a miracle just to break through. Something of heaven that's just going to break through into that next thing. Maybe you just need this morning just the, the anointing. We know that many, many in the Bible fasted before they started the next thing. For a lot of them, it was going on and... and fulfilling and inputting into another generation, inputting and raising up leaders, inputting and raising up young ones in, in the faith and young ones in Christ. And so if that suits you anywhere there, you just need to hear from heaven about what's next. You need a miracle from heaven about what's next. You just need something to open up, a doorway, direction. If that's you, want do you rise to your feet? We just want to release the kingdom on that in your world and in your life this morning. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, let's just lay hands and release heaven into that. And, and especially now, if you get words of knowledge or wisdom, by all means, be bold and share them. Be bold and share them. Father, we just thank you that you are a God who orders our footsteps. Lord, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered, declares the Lord. We just thank you, Father, that you reveal the next step. Lord, you light our path. You show us what's coming next. Lord, you might not show us the end result, but you definitely are faithful in giving us what's coming next. And so we just release your destiny and purpose right now. We thank you as we've been believing for this this week. We just receive your destiny and purpose. Father, we ask you open doors, Lord, for creative miracles. Lord, in what's next for people. We ask for miracles to open up heaven just to see dreams fulfilled plans and things that have been sitting in people's hearts just really opened up in people's lives. Father, we just thank you for heaven coming into our world right now. Father, we just ask also that you will just be imparting into our hearts, Lord, a desire and something to pass on to future generations, whether they be our age, older, younger, just people that are younger than you that don't have something that we have of the kingdom that you would impart into us that and you would show us the people that you'd place the connection and the and the relationship there to be able to fulfill that and to see it come through lord we just look to you you're our guide you are the true god there is no other and it's only you that give the answers and we just thank you for this in jesus name amen This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will bring and send to Babylon and bring down its fugitives, all the Babylonians. We know the Babylonians were the ones that held the Israelites captive. They're the ones that imprisoned God's people. I love this scripture. God said, I'm going to make prisoners out of those that imprison you. Something like that in the New Testament, isn't there? I'm going to take captivity captive, said Jesus. In the ships which they took pride, I am the Lord, your holy one, Israel's creator, your king. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and the horses, the army and the reinforcements together, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, stuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Or other translations say, I am bringing water in the wilderness, rivers in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me. The jackals, the animals, because I provide water in the wilderness, streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. The people I formed for myself, for they proclaim my praise. And this is one verse at the end. Yet you have not called on me, Jacob. You have not wearied yourselves for me, Israel. And this whole passage goes on of sort of speaking to Israel and bringing them into line. You know what? That scripture doesn't apply to us this week. We have been calling on God. We have been chasing him. And so the promises that are laid out in this chapter come to us. I love this. The chariots of Babylon, destroyed, never to raise again. I don't know if this is actually going to work. This is a pretty ordinary chariot. <laughs> you know, this year, we've been under a lot of attack. As a church, the enemy's gotten around us. Babylon's gotten around us. The king of Babylon has gotten in our face and taken people captive, cancer, sickness, theft, all sorts of things, getting destroyed for it. And just as this has been coming to me this week, God's saying, I've taken captivity captive. I've taken it captive. That which has been an assignment for you next year has already been wound up captive and there is a freedom that has come. He has destroyed chariots. Oh, that's a shame. I was really hoping that would fly to pieces. Maybe I need to try again. I, I'm just making sure I didn't break Ivan's stage there. You did well, mate. You did good, buddy. Well, bent at least. I'll give it that. <laughs> just imagine that really shattered and was a really cool illustration of that purpose. and that. Uh... I'll have to saw through it next time just so, you know, how magicians do and um, sort of set up the trick and that. But God has smashed that which is coming against you. That's true. That's true. We've been believing for healing. The whole bunch of people in, the, in our family here that, that just need the healing touch of God. And uh, we just want to see that released over you. But we've also been believing, and one of the things I really believe God has broken this week is addiction. I've been uh, definitely chasing God for breaking of addiction from drugs, alcohol, nicotine, porn, technology. All sorts of things. And so maybe you're here this morning, you need healing in your body. Maybe you're here this morning, you need a broken addiction. I'm not going to get in your face and ask what it is. I I do encourage you if you are moving through an addiction that it is important to share with someone that you trust so that you can walk that together. You know, I I read a a sad stat a while back, but it talks about um, a whole bunch of pastors that have been in addiction and they just feel they've got no one to talk to within that. There might be a group that feel bound up and don't feel any freedom in that. That just really saddens me. I'm glad I've got people to talk with in my life who I feel bound up by stuff. But um, I hope you do too. And if you don't, my door's open. Just love to just see you released from things. So if that's you this morning, maybe here you need healing. Maybe you're here you blame someone else for healing. Maybe here you just need freedom from addiction. We're not going to be looking on you in judgment as you stand. That's definitely for sure. We just want to break bondage and see freedom in your life. Maybe here you just need more emotional release from things that have been troubling your mind and your spirit. So if you need any of that here, healing, freedom, why don't you just stand to your feet this morning. We just want to release the kingdom of heaven over your world today. Amen. Same process, let's lay hands, let's release heaven around us because Babylon's chariots are being smashed up. Babylon's been taken captive. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that, that which has been sent to destroy us, that which has been sent to rob and kill us, Lord. Lord, you have taken the keys. Father, you have taken hold of captivity itself, Lord, and you've thrown it in jail. Lord, that we would not be bound. We would not be bound up. We would not be held down. We would not be pressed against. We would not be pinned, Lord, but we would be free. Lord, so we just thank you for freedom right now from sickness. We just thank you for freedom and life in our bodies to be able to fulfill the purposes of God, be able to fulfill the calls of God. We just release healing in this house. We release healing in our family here in the name of Jesus. Lord, we receive into our bodies your wholeness flowing through the wholeness of heaven right now flowing through us in Jesus name Father we receive in the name of Jesus freedom Lord you declare this is the fast I desire says the Lord that you would give freedom to the captives that the yoke would be broken that the oppressed would be released and we just declare that in this place freedom from addiction we break its curse we break its power in Jesus name That even Lord as the people look at those things, Lord, or even as they get near or close, there would be the temptation would be weakened. The desire for it wouldn't be there. Lord, it would actually repulse rather than draw close. Father, we just thank you for that strength, Lord. We just ask for mental health just to be restored. Lord, if it's a a biological where just chemicals need rebalancing, we just release heaven in that. Lord, we just ask for our soul and our emotions to be in order, Lord, that you would just give your presence in our heart, that our souls, that our emotions would be whole in the name of Jesus, that we would just be in a place where we are just fulfilled with the purpose and the presence of God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. We sneak and jump over to another prophetic word that came through for the week. Ezekiel 26, 36, sorry. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit inside you. I will remove from, your heart of, from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit in you, and you will move to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. You will be my people. I will be your God. That's one of my favorite scriptures in the word. I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful, and I will not bring famine on you. I will increase the fruit of the trees so that the crops of the field so that you will no longer suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. Now, here we're talking, we're talking about finance and provision. God provides. God cleans you. He provides for us a righteous heart. He sanctifies us in his provision. We don't have to strive to be holy. He makes us that way. He makes us able to follow his decrees, able to follow his, his laws, able to follow his ways and his directives. It's the only way we can do it. He doesn't excuse us from following his decrees. He makes it possible for us by placing his spirit inside us. But also there, he looks after our needs. We know Jesus said that God shall supply all your needs. Paul wrote, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. We know Jesus said, hey, the birds of the air, they got... They got shelter. They eat. The flowers have clothing. Won't my God, my Dad do this more for you? This is the promise we have from heaven. This is His promise to us that He will look after our financial needs. And maybe you're here this morning and you just need that breakthrough in the ability to just walk in righteousness. Or maybe you're here this morning. and You just need that, a breakthrough in the in your finances. You just need a miracle in your finances. You might need a job. You might need an opening for that. You might need a miracle just to turn things around. You might just have debt coming out your ears and you say, I just don't know how to handle this or what's going on. God's promise. He says, I will send the grain. You will no longer suffer disgrace. I will increase. Is his promise this morning. So come on, if you're here and you just believe in God for a financial breakthrough, if you're here and believe in God for a righteousness breakthrough, why don't you just stand to your feet at the moment? We just want to release that over your life right now and just release those answers and that destiny over you. That's cool. Some people have the drift. They're already moving to lay hands. That's fantastic. Only took us to number five together. Amen. Father, we just thank you that you are a God of provision. Lord, for some reason in Australia, we hate talking about money. It's not really in our culture, but Father, you... You talk about it. You actually invented money and invented the whole system. And we know that you just have storehouses in heaven. Lord, your, your word declares that you'll bring the wealth of the wicked to the righteous. And so we're just here and we just look for the hand of heaven. And Lord, just to position ourselves to receive from you, Lord. We just ask right now that you would open jobs up, that you would open avenues, Lord, that there would just be people that would be favor in work situations and workplaces. Lord, we just ask that you would even instill dreams and insight into people's hearts for entrepreneurship and the ways and the strategies just to start business and go into it. Lord, we ask for where there's needs, you would provide. Lord, where there's financial needs, you would provide. Lord, we just look and we just say to debt, no more. We just call you out. We cancel you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just ask for provision to go into that and just to sow into that, Father. Lord, we thank you that you're going to pull your spirit inside us to help us live a righteous life, to help us follow your word and follow your ways and your decrees. And so, Lord, we just ask for that, that you would inbuild inside us, that your ways would look more appealing than anything else. Lord, your your standards, your values would look more appealing than anything else, that we would run after it, Father, that we would have the ability to do it, We are free of sin and its shackles in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we are free and bound unto righteousness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, I asked you this week just to. um, do something practical with your finances as well and start to believe in and pray for uh, what your giving might look like next year, that we could start moving. That. I just want to start with Scripture and then probably talk a couple of practical things off this. 2 Corinthians 9, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Oh, he's not talking about money there. Yes, he is. Let me just get some garbage theology out of your mind. Paul is talking about money here. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. How do you know that? Each should give what you've desired in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. He's just talked about the Macedonians bringing an offering. He's going on. It's all money in the Scripture. Give what your heart you have decided in your heart to give. This is why I said we need to pray about this and make a decision in our heart. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. Why? Because God loves a cheerful giver. Notice necessarily he doesn't say that it's going to be easy, though. Sometimes giving hurts. But we know if we sow sparingly, we reap sparingly. If we sow generously, we reap generously. It's just a principle of life. Generosity just flows through us and opens things. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you are bound in every good work. What he's saying there is that he wants you to flourish with your finance. So that when you see a need in someone's life, when you see a need somewhere around you that you just want to meet, you're able to meet it. That's what good works mean, that you're able to use your finances to bless someone else. That's what he's talking about. there. So, so church, each year I said, and I've been talking about it, I, I do this, and um, Susan and I have been praying and, and, and talking this week about what we can give as a one-off, and um, we feel something, to, and I'll tell you this, It hurts. You sit there and go, oh, right now is not the best time to be doing this. This is the time I do it each year. Oh, right now really is, oh, that's going to hurt a bit. We had an outlay on an engine a little while ago, which we didn't account for. And um, that would have made it easy if we didn't have that money gone. That would have just made this simple. But it hurts at times. And so I've encouraged you to pray about a one-off offering to give right now. And so we're not going to give special envelopes or anything like that. We don't need that. We're all grown up and mature. I just trust you just to bring that in um, when you feel God and and just to to give that in at some point over the next few weeks and just that's between you and God. I don't need to get in your business about that. (coughs) We're also believing for debts wiped. You know, um, one of the things that we did is we transitioned about, where are we up to now? 21 months ago, something like that, 20 months ago. In the church is we made a commitment to uh, spend time paying down our capital debt as a church, and uh, we've been doing that. And because of that, our staffing's been a, a bit lower and a bit more limited. I can tell you, church, that this year we've paid 150,000 off capital debt this year alone, 2016. Yeah, that's something to be excited about. That's absolutely awesome. <laughs> And um, why are we doing this? Because we want to be free. We want to be free to really do that. Everything that comes in, we know can go out to mission work. It can go out into the ministry, and we just want to get to the place where we're able to do that. There's some things that are coming that we hope will just aid to that and and, um, accelerate that process as well. But we're committed to keep on going at that. Um, One of the things we'd love to do is potentially increase our staffing or increase our, our our generosity to um, to mission work and to chaplaincy and things like that around the place. And, and we're definitely working out strategies and ways to do that. And, and this week, we'll be giving some gifts into those things as well. But uh, one of the things, as you've been praying this week, I don't know what God's been talking to you about. God spoke to me a few months about about increasing my giving um, another percent. So we tied 10%. That's, that's there. So you know what? As a church, if we went to... If we upped, if each of us gave one more percent of our income, that would give us the equivalent of probably at least a half time, like a, a part time person in the office or a part time person, part time staff here to be able to meet the needs, maybe for children or something else. I'm not sort of saying where we're going or what we're doing with that, but I, I just really feel the need to increase that and we'll look at where we're going with all that stuff as well. But my challenge maybe God hasn't spoken directly to your heart, my challenge is to make Ask yourself, can I go up a percent? Maybe you've been given, maybe you've been doing a tithe. That would look like just another percent on that, another 10%. Maybe a tithe looks like $50 and that would make it 55 Maybe you've been given 3% of your income. Maybe go up a percent, try four. Work towards that tithe, work towards that point. Understand that. But that's just my challenge right now. And so over the next few weeks, just to help our budgeting It's has got this little tickle in it. It's just not working for talking this morning. Um, just to help our budgeting. We just want to plan for that. And so we've got a little card that we're just going to bring around, box of pens. If you're ready to fill that in today, go for it. Maybe over the next few weeks, if you can just fill that in. We're not asking for names, numbers, and we're not going to be calling you when that doesn't happen. You know, actually in America, um, because tithe is tax deductible in America, um, what happens is you walk in the front door of church and there's a box with your name on it. You walk in and you put your weekly tithe in there or your monthly tithe or whatever it is in there. And um, then at the end of the financial year, we send you a receipt and you give that to the tax man and he gives you your tax back. It's a wonderful system. But you know, sometimes that—you know that's a wonderful pastoral thing. Sometimes I don't actually know what's going on in your world. And I know one story of a pastor. He noticed that all of a sudden, sometimes I've been given this much and then all of a sudden it halved. And so he gave him a call. Not because where's your money we need to the church, was just like, hey, mate, has something gone on in your life? something gone wrong? he's like, yeah, I've just um, had my hours reduced at work. And so I would actually do some pastoring there and praying and caring for that person. That's one of the things about anonymous giving that makes it more difficult in Australia. Sometimes I don't know when um, tragedies happen in your workplace or, or things happen in your world because of that. But we also have the benefit of doing it Jesus' way. So don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing in your giving. So... That's what we're about. So we, we don't want to know your details. We just want to know a figure there so that can help us budget. Really, that's the whole thing. It's just helping us plan and budget for the new year because as much as we believe and trust in God, and that is our first thing for preference, but we also have to act in wisdom, don't we, and use our mind. And and is um, because I'm, I'm grateful for wonderful people around me, and that, that um, has wisdom and skills and able to hold all those things together, and which is great. <laughs> means I can be a little bit airy sometimes and be more my personality. So we're just going to hand them out. Maybe we'll get a couple of guys just to help us um, get them out. And as we do that as well, we'll give you a worship team's going to do something. I'll actually let you sing without praying over you for a little bit. How's that? That sounds good, doesn't it? And um, we'll give a couple of minutes to that and then then we'll take up our offering for the day. Hey, I told you we'd get there. I hadn't forgotten it. I understand you might not be able to fill that out today. That's all right. Um, feel free over the next few weeks. We'll keep making them available for it. Like I said, I don't want to pry into your life. I want you to just this between you and God. But uh, this is just a practical thing that really helps us as a family and as a fellowship to do this. I understand that you might be in a way, and definitely when I was younger and didn't know what my shifts would be each week, I'm like, how do I do this? This is crazy. And so just have a guess have somewhere of a, of a bit of a guess on it. Um, and I understand that circumstances change and all that, and that happens. That's fine. This is, like I said, this is just giving us a bit of an idea and a vague idea. So come on, let's just bless God with our offering this morning. You might have come prepared with something special. You might have come prepared. I definitely know we've come prepared with our hearts this morning. So let's just offer ourselves and our finances to God. Father, we are just grateful for you. Lord, we just come and we just so generously... Well, because we're a people and we just want to be a people who read generously. That, why? Because that goodness can flow from us. And we can do good things and meet good needs around us, Lord. And so we have the expectation for increase in our lives. And because of that, we're able to give with faith and hope. Lord, and so we just ask you to receive this this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. <coughs> you now, just, just as we receive the offering there, uh, we've prayed for a lot of things this morning. Maybe you're here and you're just like, I'd just like some, some more prayer into that, or you'd like prayer for something else. And we're going to close the service, but if you want more prayer or want, just want to hear, from, maybe you're just like, I just need to hear something else from heaven, why don't you make your way to the front and we'll pray for you as we close. I mentioned last week we'll probably do a barbecue this week to break the fast. Now, As my week went on, a couple of things happened, I'm just being honest with you. After a few days of eating, the last thing I actually wanted to eat was a sausage. And um, then, with the rain that's come over last night, we weren't sure what today was going to look like. We decided just to leave that for the first of the month, next month. So, um, two weeks' time, we'll be doing that. But, Lisa Henderson, I just thought she was being mean to me last night, just in the final hours of um, getting through. She sent me this picture. And I'm like, that is just so rude. I <laughs> <and> just, <laughs> and then I realized she's like, no, this is just to bless people that, have, um, that are ending their fast today. So we've just got a bit of an epic morning tea out there and uh, some wonderful things. So this just looks great. I made sure I got one first, so uh, mm. good on you, Lisa. <laughs> and uh, so if you've been fasting this week, let me just say this, whatever capacity, we were talking last Sunday night, and as we were talking about fasting this week, someone deleted their Facebook app right there. I went, I'm going to fast Facebook. I need, this is the one thing that sucks my time and has my attention to this earth. Boom, gone. Been talking to people this week, never fasted before. Fasting three days, seven days, one day, all sorts of things. And just, just, I'm just so excited by people that have um, given up this earth for Jesus. And now you just want my cupcake, don't you? It's mine. (laughs) Amen. May the Lord just bless you and go before you and be behind you. May everything we've been believing for this week be extended to you from heaven as you've just positioned yourselves to receive. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have an awesome week. Enjoy eating this week. We're going to be doing prayer and feasting this week as a church. And um, it's amazing all sorts of food that I'm going to be eating this week that I've been dreaming of for seven days. And uh, amen. Like I said, if you want prayer, why don't you just make your way to the front and yeah, God bless.